G'day, how you going? Try from Stacks Podcast here. Ever felt a little bit medieval and the only way to quench that medieval thirst is to go for a beer? And the best damn place to go for a beer this side of Westeros is, of course, the 6030. You never know who you're going to run into. Maybe that big bug of the mountain because he's sick of popping skulls. Or maybe you might crack on to Khaleesi after she's uh, taken a break from being stalked by that, uh, that Jorah Mormon character. You know? Or maybe you might meet a little fella. He likes drinking wine. And girls. There's plenty of girls. There's plenty of wine. There's plenty of beer. All at the 60-30. So get on down there. Best goddamn tavern this side of Westeros. Look, winter's coming. Which means it's summer. So get in there, have a drink, enjoy your summer afternoon, sitting on the balcony, listening to some fine tunes. Why? Because they got music, heaps of it, live music. And let's talk about live music. The 6030 has got a thing coming up very, very shortly on the 17th of this bloody month, and it's called Spring It On. Get your ass down there, 28 tickets pre-sales. Try and get onto a pre-sale ticket. Save yourself at least $7. Man, that's a schooner. Actually, that's probably a pint. Who knows? The beers are that cheap down there. They're actually Westeros prices. They're the best, the best damn prices in the north. Don't cross the wall. Head down to the 6030. They're king of the north when it comes to beer. Anyway, make sure you go down there, the 6030. Spring it on, happening. 20 plus bands. Get your ass down there. Best place for a beer. Have I said best place for a beer enough? 6030. 36 Baltimore Road, Maryland. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that escalated quickly. <laughs> that went yeah, Do you feel a bit. Hey, boys! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Play the music! <laughs> Oh, g'day. So when I'm not doing bad reads making advertisements for the 6030, I also uh, do a little bit of stuff like uh, make a song. Now, me mate Pete Renzullo uh, sent me over a little bit of a, uh, a bit of music to play around with and I added a few things to it and uh, it sort of come out like this. And because we'd done the whole Game of Thrones thing at the start, I thought I'll play this for you before we get into uh, ads and daz. Daz and as or daz as or as daz. As Daz, Daz As, from Extortia, who are coming on the show today. Cracking show today, peeps. Hang in there. But before we get the boys on board, check this stuff out, especially if you're a Game of Thrones fan. Jakar took a side. Brandon fell a car walk and now he is a wall. And travels on the back of Hodor like a 
brother, they always play their debts. Jamie is his brother with only one head left. Susie is their sister, she really is a hag. She's a wine-drinking hottie who Jamie likes to shag. Denarius Targaryen arrived in a wagon. But Mary Carl Drogo and gave birth to three dragons. John Norman is a stalker who needs to take it easy. He would do anything to hang with his Khaleesi. Theon is a Greyjoy and now he is a freak. Ramsay cut off all his tackle and now he calls him Reek. The unsullied are eunuchs have done the pretty scary. Little fingers got a small one, could be worse, it could be very easy. A really awesome chick. When you see a sweeter side, you swear she has a dick. Braun is a sellsword and handy with a knife. Who, for the love of money, keeps Jamie out of strife. Joffrey was the king, a foul little brat. Sam Weller's gonna be a maester, a little fat. The Viper was from Dawn, a place of many fountains. His head was popped in a battle with the mountain. Well, Sandra brought John back, all his wounds amended. When she took that necklace off her dick's watch, it ended. The Knights King and the Whites, someone we despise. Raising up the dead with their really blue eyes. The children of the forest, a little bit defiant. With a flaming red beard. When he stopped me and a tough little Thomas head appeared. Drogon is a dragon, big and colored black. When Daenerys hit Dracarys, Drogon will attack. Clyburn is a maester who built Frankenstein. What did you see, Walter Frey? There's poison in the wine. Craster was a weirdo, his daughters were enslaved. He gave them his third eye, but he was not a raven. Nigga was from Free Folk, she gave John the horn. She was a prussy, she used to star in porn. Gendry's always running, or rowing a little boat. Caitlin is Ned's wife, who has a nasty throat. Usher is a waddling who's loyal to Bran. Hordor just says Hordor, no spoilers understand. Renly was a king, but he's now toast. He was stabbed in the heart by a vaginal ghost. Hot Pie's a guy I met near the lake. The reason they call him Hot Pie is because he likes to bake. Tywin met his end while he was sitting on the shitter. He was shot by a dwarf, it just was a little bit bitter. Robert Baratheon is a sailor's grandma. He likes to get blind and show girls his hammer. Shireen's kept in a dungeon, so she's pretty pale. She's been deformed by that shitty grayscale. Cersei's boy who happens to die When he steps out of a window not knowing how to fly Little finger liked to smooth talk and Ned was pretty blunt Sandor is a hard ass and Ramsay's just a There's blood riders and warriors, giants and a wizard Witches and bitches and an overgrown lizard Eunuchs and tunics and the wedding with the Greyjoys Yarrow was a girl's girls and Renly was a gay boy There's knights and kings galore and some pretty cool places There's even ninja dudes that wear other people's faces Just trying to climb the ladder of kings, queens and lords and sit on this chair of a thousand broken swords is coming and so is half the cast. You always press pause when a naked girl walks past. Frankie, go back in time now, he's a green sea. Can prevent stained dandies even with diarrhea. Thomas Ag Daenerys, the baby will be born. We don't have to watch another episode at all. Sansa will be queen and blokes will want a banger. Because she is a Stark and a smoking for a ranger. Braun's gonna kill it and then he'll end up broke. Brienne will get a sex change, she's better as a bloke. Armies unite and keep marching forth. And John's gonna be pissed off, he's still king of the North. Daenerys will die giving birth to Liana. J.R. Martin's high on marijuana. <laughs> New headphones? No. Do I need to hear something? Do you have a boom boom chish? Sound like a button. <laughs> cool. Can I open one of these Japanese treats? What are they? You gotta taste it and just guess. Fuck, man. Do you know what? It's got a picture of a prawn on it, but it best tastes like watermelon. You know what I mean? Japanese shit does that to you. (laughs) (laughs) If it's it's got a prawn on it, it's most definitely foreskin. (laughs) It's the sort of thing you look at it and you think, oh yeah, and you open it thinking it's gonna be prawn, it tastes like fucking peach marmalade. (laughs) Fuck's that about? Pisses you off, doesn't it? Well, what an intro to uh, today's podcast. I'm here with uh, none other than Az and Daz. Or as you like to call them, Daz and Az from uh, 
Ex- the band extortion. How are you, lads? Oh, how bloody so good. How's bloody your good. Uh, How's your Japanese foreskin going, mate? Is it, is it, did you end up tasting it? It's as chewy than I expected. <laughs> it's, it's, if you put them in water, they expand. <laughs> <laughs> Don't they all? They double up as a fa- double up as a fan belt. Oh, <laughs> we're going there. We started. We start, started in the gutter. We can only go up from here. We it's can. Um, as what's going on, mate? You went kiteboarding this morning. Uh, not this morning. Yesterday I did. Went, went out for a bit of a blast up at the old horn, up at Two Rocks. Can I have a little bit less oh, as in stand. my headphones? <laughs> I can yeah, no, yeah, go just, a little less. There we go. Yeah, how's there that? you go. How's that? Oh, a little, yeah. Is that better? <laughs> it's better than your bass, so that's all right. Oh, thanks, mate. <laughs> now well, you get my breathing like... <laughs> <laughs> we're working. So, all right, uh, we're on. Yeah, so you went kiteboard. No, no sharks? Uh, no, we don't call them sharks. We call them Jeffs. Because it's a little uh, less ominous yep. sounding. It's like, oh, there's Jeff. It's like, oh, look out for the Jeffs. But I did actually go kiting with a guy called Jeff, so it's kind of weird. Yeah, so who's confused? He, yeah, I was mostly just like, confused. Just like, did you say like, oh, they're getting bitten on the ass by Jeff or something like that? Yeah, yeah. and he yeah. just gives you that funny look yeah. that he does. Thought you would. Yeah. <laughs> do you, do, you do a bit of kiteboarding, don't you, Dad? Fuck no. No. No? Dad is a surfer from way back. I used to surf a lot. Yeah. Um, kiteboard, I just... See, Aaron and Simon, the drummer, that they were into sailing when we were younger. And I went out and sailed with them and I was like, this is just, I just don't want to be in the ocean when it's windy. Like it just, to me, I'm like, this isn't fun. And Aaron and Simon found it fun and then started kiteboarding. And, and they're like, they kept going, God, oh, you know, Daz, come down and kiteboard. I'm like, I could just jet ski. <laughs> yeah. You know, that I'll just do that. You get two so, types, don't you? Love dudes that like are completely bone up over sail powered shit. Mm, yeah. That's these guys. And yeah. then you get the other That's type. That's Jai as well. Jai's a, a, he, gets, yeah. he gets a bit of a hard get, for I get sail a bit of wood for, oh, You get a wood, wood for wood stuff. You get a wood yeah. for wind. Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I just don't. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm pretty glad when it's blowing a bit, but uh, blowing your wood. Uh, yeah, wind, when it's, when it's wind blowing, blowing, it's going. When it's, I want to see some tigers in it. That's what I want to see. Oh, Jesus. The other day, we, uh, as I was telling him, he's, he's up somewhere and he's like, it's going green. And, and I watched this thing on YouTube, which you'll have to see to make complete sense. As you're in the dark, and it's just like yeah. this guy in, in the south, deep south, going like, Yeah. Would, would you say he's high on meth? Uh, to be honest, I think he was pretty straight. Yeah. I think he's just that way inclined. Yeah, I think you might be right. But, might, um, he, he was like his he, family he trees his, a stump. Yeah. 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 It's a, it's a, it's a beanstalk. It's straight up and down. And what happened was uh, he was like, Trying to convince his missus that the storm was coming and yeah, because his foot was hurting, <laughs> and he could tell that the storm, tell was coming. the storm was coming because his foot was hurting. You fucking and, serious? Uh, yeah, oh yeah, it's, it's serious. <laughs> He's going. I could tell it's going green, baby. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's going, going green. It's, it's going, going green, baby. Oh, it's going to have tigers in it. See that there? That's a storm. It's got tigers in it. <laughs> wow. But I, I was actually referring to the green arrows on the sea breeze <laughs> site, <laughs> and I didn't know. And I'm just yeah. sending the message says there's tigers in it. And you probably thought I was as fucked up as that bloke. Yeah. For yeah. quite a while until I explained myself. Yeah. Yeah. And then we just I said you gotta stop going down those YouTube black holes, man. Do you uh you got any YouTube black holes, Daz, that you like to Ooh, you yeah. like to uh, midget look, porn, anything like that? Like, uh no, nah, it's not YouTube. No. But um <laughs> but I, was that you that sent me that message this morning about Definitely not. Is there a Pornhub two coming out because I finished the first one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did send you Oh that, yeah. wow, that's I, would, I don't even know oh. what Pornhub is. I did not. If this uh, is going live, yeah. <laughs> is that a is that a is that a shop next to IKEA? I don't know oh, what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, man. no, but YouTube black holes. I it's not it's not YouTube doesn't get me. It's just um, like I'll get 
it doesn't matter whether it's it could be Instagram, Facebook, it could be just whatever social media, but you just start that moment where you're like, oh yeah, fucking, I'll check this out. Yeah. And then four years later, you've got a beard and you're like, oh well, that's what I found out. It's just you end up nowhere where you wanted to start and then you've sent the stupid videos to all your friends along the way yep. and they just keep replying with, stop sending me that fucking shit. I've got a guy that does that to me. Oh. I've, had to, I've had to block him. Was he yeah. in your band? Because <laughs> we all had that member of the band, I think. No, yeah. he wasn't. No, he wasn't. He's, no, he got he was uh he got hit he had a bo- motorbike accident actually. He used to be he was always that way inclined, but what happened was he had this bike accident, now he's mentally I wouldn't say he's fucked, he's actually quite quite good, but he's unfortunately confined a wheelchair and he does listen to the podcast, actually say again, Scotty. Um Alex Scotty. He's, Sorry. he's Sorry, in the, he's in the wheelchair, he's he's in a wheelchair but he I guess he's got a lot of time on his hands and he, he sort of, he finds this stuff funny and, and he just bombards <laughs> me. He bombards me with it, bombards me with it. So I filter out the stuff that could possibly be moved on and I test it through the litmus friend that I do have, which is Az. Ooh. And uh, find out if it's, and if Az talks to me that day at work, then I know that it wasn't too bad. So I, I just stopped now. I don't. I just don't move on with that. I just refuse. Like someone shows me, and the poorest part of it is you've always got that friend that goes, oh, I saw this thing today. Yeah. And they, they come up and they show you on the phone. Yeah. And then you laugh and laugh and then you go, oh, it's kind of like this. And then you show yeah. them one. And now what you've done is you've formed a team heading uh-huh. down the hole together. And then you just sit there with both of the phones, like I'm loading one while they're showing you. It's just shit. And then you end up at Midget Clown Porn. <laughs> you always end up yeah, there. Yeah, like you bang on. I'm, I'm, I'm actually... The reason you're here today, Daz, is, oh. that, um, <laughs> is, is the reason you're here today is that <laughs> as and I need intervention. <laughs> oh, so you brought me to intervene. Yeah, you need now I'm just going to show you a whole bunch of videos yeah. you haven't seen before. We need to get out of this uh, YouTube black hole. <laughs> so if you're planning on getting out of a hole anytime soon, don't go down it with a friend. Yeah. The problem is the YouTube black hole is just called Pornhub. <laughs> That's, it's, they've, they've named that black hole. And like, just remember, Pornhub 2 is coming out yeah, soon. Yeah, because after you search strippers and nude and it, nothing comes up on, on YouTube, it, you go to Google, like, fucking strippers and nude is not there, and then it comes up. Pornhub, you're like, well, that's the ho- that's the black hole. That's where you're going. See you later. Next minute, I don't know midget porn. Said to me, they said like uh, Hitler is only six clicks away from any search thing on Google. Six uh, six degrees of separation for Hitler. Right? Yeah, for Hitler. Really? There you go. Yeah, some of could be less. Boil down to Hitler. No, I wouldn't. Let's not talk about boiling and Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Uh, all right, gents. Uh, <laughs> moving right along. So uh, for anyone that. Uh, are not familiar with Daz and Az or Az and Daz from uh, from the band Extorture. Extorture's a West Australian band. Um, they would, they've been doing some pretty major things for the last – God, you guys have been around what, 12 years? 13. We were actually uh, Jesus' opening band once. Yes. Yeah, we, yeah. we played it, a ceremony that a lot of people talk about. Yeah, yeah. you guys actually done the yeah the hanging ceremony, <laughs> didn't they, when they nailed Jesus to the cross. You guys are doing the – you've done the support act, didn't you? Yeah, we did. Bullet holes down, broken bones. Nothing, bombs explode Dirty streets, hot in there Why we here and why we care Lead us by, no one asks Step by wine and drink our flags Watch our blocks, turn it over No one cares, no one's sober Why we left outside alone Dirty streets and corrupt minds Take the cash and shop the blinds Turn around, don't look back Dance off, it's not your block Why we left outside alone? 
Actually, uh, Jesus' opening band once. Yes, yeah, we yeah. we played it. Yeah. A ceremony that a lot of people talk about. Yeah, yeah, you guys actually done the yeah the hanging ceremony, <laughs> didn't they? When they nailed Jesus to the cross, you guys are doing the you done the support act, didn't you? Yeah, we did the support act. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did we, you, we nailed first. it as well. It's good. <laughs> you nailed it. That's awesome. Oh, this is not going to church. This podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mum. Yeah, I actually uh, bought a do-it-yourself Jesus kit a couple, oh. couple, couple of years ago, and it was. Just two lumps of wood and a couple of bolts and uh, and four nails and it was really good. I got the first three in, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh oh, wow, this gets worse. I like (laughs) this. I'm I'm actually excited about where we're going to go with this. Yeah, this will not be able to be aired. Is this live? What's it been like? It's not. No, we don't do a live for for obvious reasons. So this, what you're going to hear is to be cut down so just three so and basically out of three and a half hours you're going to hear about twelve minutes. Yeah. yeah right. So so everyone knows all you're going to hear is this is as and Daz, Daz and as. Beep. Thanks for coming, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's been pretty good. Here's a song from Extortion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, don't play that rubbish. Um, yeah. No. So, no, about what, tw- what thirteen years? Yeah, twelve, thirteen years. It's same been... lineup. Oh look, yeah, the same lineup with um, uh, with obviously the the change out of Lee the DJ with his accident and stuff. But he's still part of the band. Like he's, we're doing the new record now, and he'll be um, working with us on the electronics and stuff. But I, I think it's awesome. He's still involved in a in a capacity. Oh, you can't not be. It's more. I, I think mean, he, he was right there from day one. I suppose. Oh yeah, I think with Extorture, it's just just what we've always done. Like it's just, it's just a you, massive collaboration of like mates that you hang out with. Yeah. So like uh, Mike, our video guy, just comes in and hangs with us for you know every couple of years and does a video clip with us and. Makes it awesome, yeah. And then Lee'll come in and do his little thing, and it's good once you're comfortable with people too, because you're not afraid to go. No, fuck it, I want it this way. Oh, and, that's and, that's definitely what happens. But yeah. that's the good thing about having five you need people. To be like that because oh, if you, you know, can't be on, I think I think we learned pretty early on that we weren't going to 
take each other's shit. Because outside of the band, like if we're doing something, it's all polite and we're like mates and whatever. But as soon as we get in into the studio or into any kind of writing, it gets pretty brutally honest. Like me and Aaron probably have the most headbutting for sure. We yeah, would. we headbutt a lot. Yeah, we, that's why we've, we our front of our heads are generally harder. <laughs> because, but it's good. You need it because I I write a certain way. Brad writes a certain way and Aaron writes a certain way and, and I'm a more ear thrown writer. So I'll, I'll just fucking go down the rabbit hole in my own world yep. where Aaron's more technical. So he'll get whatever shit I've written, find five good bits in it and go, well, that was a good idea, but how about we add this to it to make it better? I'll get upset because I wrote it yep. and Aaron's ruining it. You go through the whole prima donna. Yeah, I go through that my, moment and then Aaron. My, this is my child. This is, yeah, so I do that. I do, I do like a pre-polish of the shit. Yeah. And it goes to Ken and he's like, what the hell is this? Yeah, yeah. It sends it back and goes, don't ever send that yeah, again. Don't try no, again, guys. So, yeah, so what happens is usually I, I get like, oh, you know, well, earlier days, not so much now, but yeah. I'd be like, well, I wrote it and Aaron would tweak it and fuck with it and go over to Simon and Simon would listen to it and go, oh, I like this bit, but that bit. And then it comes back to Lee who would do his bit. And then by the time he gets to Ian, he'd be like, oh, I can work with this and this. And so by, does Ian write, the, he, he writes the lyrics? Yeah, me, me, the, me and Ian work together a lot in the lyrics, yeah. Yep. But sometimes, I mean, we had um, Simon's come in and write in lyrics. Aaron would do a lot of, uh, not so much lyric writing, more harmony. Like we, we'll do the lyrics or something and we'll have a certain way we're doing it. Aaron just has more of a, Melodic ear, like that's yeah. that's sort of the English, reason, English is my second language. The, the so. reason being that you know Aaron actually can't write. Oh, that's a problem. He keeps pointing. Like, yeah. like, what are you doing? Just write. And he goes, eh. yeah. I was talking to the drummer. <laughs> <laughs> like sign language. Simon and Az just understand each other clearly. Like, yeah. Grunting. <laughs> but no, I think I think the band you just got to be honest about what your strengths are. And that, that's where everyone fails. Like yeah. I think everyone gets to over the last probably three or four years. I reckon. As a band, since the big, since the bigger tours, like going going out with you, you know, El Ninos and Head PE and all these guys, and you you sort of learn their band dynamic and how they are and on stage and as people, you start getting a bit more humble yep. about what you do and a bit more open to ideas. So when now when we go and write, like we actually write really open minded and it's really it's more fun. I enjoy like we're doing the new album now. It's a lot more fun. Yeah. Like Ian come in, we're doing some vocals and usually me and Ian would take oh weeks to get. Of a, you know, just to get something because we're just so picky. But we came and did a vocal writing session, just belted out like three choruses, just and they were really, real like everyone was excited about them. And it's like, oh, because we're just writing different, we're more open now, so it's good, you know, it's yeah. a good feel. I mean, I must admit, when you do tour and when you play with other bands and stuff like that, and I know from my personal experiences too, just being on the road with other people, you do tend to take a lot away because you do find. Things that you, when you look at it and you see it in action, you sort of sit back and go, "We should. We're not doing that. Why aren't we doing that? Maybe we should do that." And then when you do try it, you learn. I guess it's like hanging around a big brother, isn't it? And trying to figure out what they it's do. It's just and, trial and error. Like you know, what works one time, especially like one song. What'll work with that song works just the once, and then mm. you'll try something else the next time. Yeah, and it might be a totally completely different way of approaching it. But you've got a fairly good dynamic. I mean, you're all kind of heading in the same direction, but you're all so different. Oh, shit, yeah, man. Like, we started songs that were supposed to be so heavy, and then by the time they end, they're just electronic, funky shit going on. Like, you just don't even know. Yeah. Like, we sent a song to Ken now because we're doing a single. So we sent him nine tracks, and the, 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 the two that we all thought he'd pick are the ones we spent the most amount of time, like, Getting like a, you know, yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna love this. We sent him and he sends me a, he gets, calls me up and he's like, all right, yeah, I think this one. I'm like, oh, really? 
And he's like, oh, what, is, is, what, what are your thoughts? I said, oh, no, that, that's, I went back to the boys and everyone's like, fucking really? Like that one? I'm like, that's what it is. Like hit so, someone of that calibre. Like, and he, he's done some major productions. So oh, not, 97 gold records. Yeah, so, he's, I mean, he's got a good ear, hasn't he? Like, yeah. So you're not going to argue. I'm not going, oh, come on, mate, shut up. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> you, just, you just hang the phone up and go like, fuck. Well, at least he found something. He's in the States, though. so Yeah, New York. Yeah, so would you say that what's doing over there at the point of time would be referential to here? So if he's onto it and he goes, yeah, I like that, do you think then you've got like two or three months here to sort of push it a bit? Nah, see. Before it's like, yeah, this is happening now? Or oh, see, really? the thing is with Ken, like cause I've, we've known him since oh, 06, I think. We've been good friends with him since 06. The thing with Ken is he's, because of his position in the industry, he's doing songs now that – will be hits in six months. Like he's what you're listening to is number ones and stuff on the radio now. It's, it's done. That that's old to those ears, I suppose. Like they're not that they're less proud of him, but they're thinking of the next stuff. Like, so yeah. when he picked that track up, he's not like for us, I think the reason that we didn't maybe find it so, um, on because we didn't see the potential in it. Cause we're, we're the ones we were working on are sounds that we're listening to that are relevant to us now. Yep. So he picked that one up and was like, no, I think this one, because he sees where it can, he's thinking next. Does that make sense? Yeah, true. Yeah. A lot of bands, you'll write songs for now, where producers don't. Well, they do, but they're thinking ahead. They're thinking, what's the next sound? What's the next thing? That's why... You know, he's people... got his finger on the pulse everywhere. <laughs> yeah, like, he knows what's going on in, in all the countries, all the, all the main sort of marketplaces for music. He's yeah. got his finger on the pulse of what's going on. Was it Ken that got you sort of happening in China and, and the Asian market? Ooh, actually, funny story. He's done a lot in China as far as he's got a lot of gold records there as well. Yep. So it was a weird one because we've become such friends with Il Nino yep. and all that. Obviously, um, one of the guys from Il Nino has, has some friends and stuff in China and then they, they actually had already, I don't know how, they'd already heard of us there. So I don't know how because we can't Facebook and there's none of that shit in China. Three, was it three billion people in a country? <laughs> yeah, more than a percent of that. I'm man. pretty You'd sure. Pretty yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're happy with four of them, really. <laughs> I mean, come, just just rock up and bring beer. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. It, it, so, but Ken's, oh, Ken's helped us to find the sound. Really, we sent the we had our sound like electronic hip hop. That was our gig, and you know, and then we sent our first song to him to get basic production on. And when it came back, I remember all of us sitting in a room like this, and we just listened to it and said, just nothing. Like no one had it. We were just like, what the fuck? It came back totally different to what we just, had. We didn't even know. It, it just changed the direction of all the music that we write. Yeah. It just changed. So did the us. hooks and the riffs stay the same, but the, the, the product? Yeah, I think so. They yeah. stayed the same, but the, the yeah, production was Pretty different. much the same. Uh, yeah, maybe the way we structure songs now as well, I'd say it's changed mm. a little bit. Yeah. He's, the good thing about people like that, you know, when you meet, even some of the bands, when you meet some of the bigger, the real big bands that you meet, when you meet these guys, they actually, you, you think you're going to meet a big band or a big producer and all this stuff and they're going to, they do everything different to you and everything you do is shit and everything they do is good. That's that's how you think when you, yeah. you know, if you met Metallica, you'd think, oh, these guys are just the best at everything. They're not. They're five guys that wrote really amazing songs. But at the end of the day, you might also be able to write an amazing song and you find that these guys that are really high-end or really pinnacle and they got there by being good and being humble, they actually respect what you do. So even though you're, you know, fucking a mung bean compared to him. But so what we found about Ken is that when we worked with him, he was like, that's a good, good hook. Like you don't expect him to say it's a good hook, do you? You expect him to say like, yeah, I'll just change all that, man, because I'm 
you know, I'm a pro- yeah. producer, but he didn't. He he was like, he respect the reason that we wrote the song like that and worked with that to create what the songs became. Yeah. And that's, you know, even this one, when I sent it to him, he even said to me when I was on the phone, he goes, well, I've got a hook idea. because but I don't, he goes, I don't want to, I'm not going to send it to you. I'm not, I don't want you to know about it. You send me what you've got. And then we can look at the two together and see what you want to do. Like that's the attitude moving forward. Yeah. They don't just sit there and go, oh, you're paying me be, to be a producer. So I'm going to do everything. And then you just go out there with yeah, a fucking dictator. To you. He'll give you mm. your artistic direction. And then if it comes in and it's shitter than his, then you'll be like, yeah, you're on sucked. <laughs> exactly what he will say. It's good that he's like that. Good that he. Uh, it's good that he can admit, admit too that you know not everything he does is is tarnished with gold as well. So no, he yeah. doesn't need to admit it. It is. <laughs> it's a problem. Yeah. Actually, what was the last one he did? Uh, was the Eminem album? Uh, he did something and on Kamikaze. The, the comedy said was this is Eminem's worst album, but thank you for the gold record. <laughs> yeah, he does. You know, like I mean, we did. Well, on the album, For You. So is, so Dre, is Dre not producing Eminem anymore? No, but he is. It's, he did something to do with it. Like it would be, because Ken does. He probably may, may be mastered or something. Or... No, not mastering. doesn't do mastering. It would probably be the he cowbell might, on one of the songs. Yeah. Beat creation, synth creation. You, it, there's so much dynamic. Like I didn't know until I was in the studio. I went into the studio with him when he was, this was in 08, I think it was. I was in New York and we were there. And he was just working on a piece of a section of like a, number one hit like it was like a like a drum recreation or beat rec- it, I did I don't even know what to call it it was just doing it and it was in the song amongst all the other things that are happening so his studio and his work is working on that bit while a producer is working on something else and it's just and then it goes somewhere to get it's yeah it's there's so many people putting it together sometimes you do notice the difference in um, your guys production compared to sort of people here in Perth that's having it Produced and sent out from purely from home. I do know it's just there's there's a slickness about it. You know, like there's a it's I guess uh, when you sort of normalise everything and you get it out, computers can do so much mm. before you need the hand of God to come in and put his. You know, I'll tell way, Ken. You tell him. We just call him Ken. Yeah, yeah. we just. <laughs> I'll tell him. I'll, I'll send this podcast. You'll the, like the that. Hand of, Ken, <laughs> hand, you know, the, the hand, hand of God. God. I never said that. I, I don't even know you, Ken. So I'm just. Love that bit. Yeah, some guy in his like, beard. Some. Yeah. Some some reckon, man with a staff and a beard just I mixing. I reckon the beard helps with uh, hearing sound. Uh, <laughs> That's why it's yeah, good. It diffuses yeah. the sound. It diffuses yeah. the sound before it's here. And and hair in your ears is always good too. Oh Jesus, yeah. yeah. But you, so don't, don't dig it out, folks, when it starts. I want to try some of these Japanese snacks. Which one yeah, yeah, try, try this one. One suku. No, that's the. Uh, isn't that the foreskin? No, one? it's foreskin. Get in here. This is the foreskin one. But look at that one. That's biking man. I know what that is, but I don't. What is it? Bacon man. No, I don't want that. Biking is actually um, his germ. I don't want to fucking eat a germ, mate. <laughs> I'm not doing it. But it's that's from a cartoon called um, Unpun Man. Mm. It's my favourite cartoon. I'm going to go to the prawn ones. I'm going to give him a shot. I'm going to have some foreskin. I've got the prawn as well. Okay, can I have some foreskin? Mm, they're actually, they're actually little baby prawns, aren't they? If you look at them. Yeah, it's prawn crackers. Unsalted prawn crackers. Mm, it's like a... F- Foreskin? No, nah, well, I've never eaten a foreskin, so. I'd say it's like a. <laughs> you haven't lived. <laughs> That's living, Barry. Remember that joke about uh, how do you circumcise a whale? No. No. <laughs> you send down four skin divers. Wow. Mm. You wow. did. I should have saved that. I usually have joke of the day. Yeah, that was. As and I see each other most days during the week, and I've usually I used to got... tell my dad jokes. 
I've got handy laugh sometimes too. I like them. <laughs> these are, you know what these are? These are fucking terrible. Because they taste like nothing. Like nothing. Like nothing with a little hint of shrimp. We don't see too many fat Japanese dudes apart from the wrestlers. That's why they make these fucking candies, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's, it's a chip, I suppose. Is it? Yeah, it's like twisties without the flavour. You know, right. I think they're Japanese peanuts, too. That's why they taste different. That's what happens when you get a mouthful of Japanese nuts, mate. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't want any more. Like, I'm just eating them because they're, they're weird to eat. So, listen here, fuckers. You just got back from China. Mm. Yep. How Ni was hao. the trip? What was the trip like? It was... Because uh, I think... Very different. I know when I went to Japan for the first time, it was really cool to be there, but so alien. You know, like I know, I know when I've been. You meant so Asian. Yeah, Asian. Alien. It was just alien. It's just like everything's different. It is different. It is super different. Mostly different. Like everything about it. Everything about it is different. The food's different. The people are different. The toilets are different. They're fun. When we walk through the streets, we're different. Mm. Yeah, true. It was surreal. Like I, like I said, I mentioned earlier. Um, they kind of. Some people kind of knew us there, which made the transition pretty easy. But um, when we got there, oh, the hospitality, eh? Like I've, we've Next toured, we've level. toured and we've done shit, but this was like oh, treated so well for a really bad Perth band. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Like I really, what we deserved was probably like a couple of couches and maybe a two or three Swannies yeah. per member. And <laughs> bit of Swanny D. Swanny D. Swanny D. Chinese version of Swannies, which yeah, so Swang Chinese Chinese beer is terrible. Is it? No, nah, Singha was all right. What was the no? Nah, there was one that oh, we that had with the uh, Singha. It yeah. had a picture of it's Marilyn Monroe on the front with a like a oh, with a dick. dick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it had craft beer written on the side of it. Yeah. That was actually really really Did nice. Marilyn beer. had a dick. It had a, it Marilyn no, Marilyn Monroe had a. a Hairy drawn dick, dick yeah. going towards her mouth, mouth in yeah. this on the on the label of the mm. beer. I'm not and it had sure craft not. beer on it, and it was a bit like <laughs> for China. Yeah, because <laughs> they're very conservative. They're super conservative there. Mm. And it so was, when you say that, when you're talking beer and conservative, you're talking like it's like two point eight percent. No, no, I mean they're conservative no, as, as a, in like as a people. Like, oh, you don't people, have dicks yeah. drawn on. No, on you don't beer draw dicks on on Marilyn Monroe on a beer bottle. Yeah, yeah. maybe they do. But they, well, they did. So. Like, do you know what's? But weird? that was the nicest beer. The other beers all tasted like water. Yeah. It wasn't, yeah, very strong. Are they kind of rebellious? Like, have you got the section? Like, I'm going to compare Japan a lot because I don't. I've never been to China, no. so yeah. I know over there you've got rebellious factions that want to. They love the Westernized world and they mm. want it, but they they try to idealize with an image. So you've got rockers and that, and they're like they want to be rebellious and rockers, and they they're kind of very. Like you'd see in the fifties or sixties, they're kind of that far behind the, the oh, spectrum. No. Is there a bit of that there, or they're not? They're really conservative and just nice. It's, I don't know how to explain. It. Like it, we played a show, so we played Beijing was our first show, right? Yeah, yep. yeah. And there was four bands before and whatever. And we walked in, no one's at the bar, not one beer. Yeah, no one drinks. No one there. drinks. That so was the that was the weirdest thing about China was being at a show and no one drinks. Yeah, so these guys, these motherfuckers are straight, and they. Paid money to watch us, so that was weird. But anyway, so here we are. We rock up and we go in and you got like your marketing people and all these other people around you, just 
getting you to where we have to go. And other bands are playing and, and everyone's sort of just standing there. Like all these people, like packed, whatever, and they're just standing. In, you know, just no one's drinking, just talking. Like as if you were at a conference of some description, right? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so we get upstairs and change and whatever. And then there was a couple of bands that played before us and people were moving, but they weren't going off. They were just, they were getting amongst it, you know, like enjoying the show. But Were they Chinese bands or were they? Chinese bands, yeah. Yep, yep. Anyway, then there was a band before us, what we remember called Purgatory, I think they were. They were the amazing. Chick- oh, they were sick. They got the crowd a little bit going. But I remember I was upstairs and I was thinking, fuck. Oh, no. This is what China's going to be like. These motherfuckers are going to be just non-drinking. Like, just I hope they just get some energy. Yeah. And I was worried because, you know, our stage, we've, we're pretty like, we're like a bit of energy or whatever. And when we walked out, they went fucking nuts, man. Like, like big day out nuts like they were jumping off the fucking stage and I was like what the f- no one was even drunk yeah. and there were no one selling any ecstasy pills or speed anywhere nah, so just... they were high on life generally yeah. so what? as a people that's what they're like they're just quiet in between the set just sitting there well I've heard from a few people that have travelled a few of the Asian countries that I've never heard too much <clears throat> you're the first band I know that's cracked the Chinese market there's <clears throat> certainly not many no the, not no, not at all. I mean, everyone sort of does Japan because they actually think it's cool to go and play in Japan. I try and talk them out of it and go, you're better off doing Europe or something like that. But not really. The Japanese, they, they'll all be quiet. And at the end, they... Oh, they respect your the art. Dutch. Yeah. The Dutch. But the Chinese the Dutch. as well. Like, you'll, <laughs> you'll play your song and they're just, you know, they're going nuts. And then they'll just go crazy for about five seconds after you're finished. And stop. And, yeah, then it's done. And it's just crickets. Absolute crickets. <laughs> so weird. You get nothing. So they'll be full applause, five seconds, crickets. And they let you prepare your art. So they let you get the next song ready. Because you guys just haven't done China. You've toured all through Europe and that as well. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I was having a look at some of the – was it the bus photos you showed me the other – the other week of the, the tall buses and it's just done different over there, isn't it? Like, Oh, yeah. Europe's awesome, man. It's but next level. Everything's close, though. So yeah. to do a bus tour here, you'd be doing like Perth and then Geraldton and then yeah. Mika Thara if you were to do a bus tour. Yeah. yeah. You can't do that. You know, you got to do a fly But show. also, to be fair, like, yeah, you know, it's not like we went over by ourselves and did a fucking tour. You yeah, know, like right. yeah. we, we were playing with bands that have fucking – big buses and entourage. So we just sort of, of jumped on like a bunch of maggots. You're, you're sort of part of a, a whole... A tour package. A yeah. tour yeah. Pa- production yeah. that was yeah. moving through Europe. So. Yeah, exactly. So we were, you know, for our first European tour, I think we were really lucky to be able to sort of not have to do that whole rent a fucking camper van and drive to shitty pubs. I feel that may have been nicer. <laughs> there was times where I reckon you're all over it as. Yeah. Definitely times. Oh. I just fixed the light. I just, what was that? I had the, uh, you're hearing it through the speakers. Oh, that's what it is. I just realised I sat here going, I know what it is. <laughs> there it is. Oh, now, now. That's is that good. better? Well, now, oh, thank you, good. Mm. But yeah, um, so we're real lucky. When we toured, when we got the opportunity to tour Europe, I should say, we, we were able to tour at a level that let you experience a real rock tour, like, you know, buses and stage managers and techies and just, and they're all just so nice. You know, we thought being a Australian band that rocks up, we were going to get, you know, 
you can't do this, you can't touch that, you know, you're just being here. But everyone there, like the El Nino guys, the head PE guys, like everyone that were ever amongst over there, just so good. And you just instantly, within what, a day, we're just part of their crew, like hanging out. It was wicked. So where'd you start and where'd you finish? Where'd you travel through as you've done the European? Jesus. (laughs) Which tour? So, yeah, for the first one in uh, 2014, we started in Vienna in Austria. And that's when I was playing that. uh, We played with that Avatar band I was showing you. I got. Uh, I managed to get Jai onto a band called Avatar. Oh, you can't go wrong with Avatar. Japanese whiskey, as I'm talking about this. Oh, need it in your life. Oh, I've got a tickle in my throat. I'm about to get rid of. Oh, permanently. That'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so it. Yeah, we've been. We the last tour, for instance, we did six weeks. It was 43 days, and we did 38 shows in those 43 days. 15 countries. Yeah, sixteen and a half thousand kilometers in the bus. It was just yeah, gnarly sort of stuff. So you see a lot of uh, road. So you try, we, the very first tour I managed to take a skateboard with me and we strapped the guitars to the skateboard. So you get to see, you know, a good 5Ks of each city as you get there. But the last one, uh, last couple didn't have a skateboard with me. So you kind of see a two block radius of the venue. Unless you feel like getting an Uber or something like that. So you played that gig that night, a few beers after the gig and then on the bus and away you go again. Yeah, yeah, yeah sort of on the bus and yeah, off you go again. Is I think the usual day would be you'd get to the venue any time between 10 a.m. and 1 p.m. usually. Then you'd eat something. Then you'd sort of get gear in, prep and all that. By then it's four. Il Nino were sound checking by four or five. All of a sudden, after they're done, we'd get gearing up, getting ready. It's six o'clock. You're eating. Doors are open at 7.30. Boof, show on until midnight. One o'clock is like a meet and greet or after party, whatever it happens. Bust down at what, three, four? Yeah, I think usually a bus called three o'clock. Three, three, four a.m. And then bang, you, you were in another city the next you day. Wake up and then another yeah. city. Bang. Yeah. Every day. No chance to uh, sample the local produce? No, we, we have no metal Mondays. Yep. Where we'd have a day off in whatever city we were in. Oh, that was yeah, cool. That was pretty cool. Yeah. We got to, you know, chill. So got to chill in the Netherlands in uh, Sittard. Classic. Which is always a beautiful place to stay. Uh, we did another day off in Porto. Uh, yeah, we had a day off in Porto, Lisbon, in Portugal. No, we had Portugal. a day off in the France? Czechoslovakia somewhere. Yep, somewhere. France somewhere. Mm, yeah, we stayed at a truck stop in France. That was. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, we that. we parked up in a uh, oh, in a truck shit. stop. No, that was fucking just, shit that day. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, I, love, I love hearing all these stories about it. people just go, "Oh, so good." It was. That was fucking terrible. Nah, because I remember, because we, we were with, um, so it was Il Nino, Us, Mad Life, Ectomorph. Insight, and Ectomorph. Five bands on this bill. On one bus. <laughs> yeah, and it, and it was just crazy. So when you had a day off in your city, no worry, everyone, like your bands would get together and you do your shit. When you get a fucking truck stop, you just got just guys that look like, you know, you, do you know what people look like? when they're people that are musicians yeah, yeah. at 10am. And it'll show you how glamorous <laughs> tour life is. You've, got, you're relying on venues for showers. So <laughs> you're showering maybe once a week. I've got a perfect story for exactly what you just said. We're doing a show. Uh, we're doing the Great Divide Tour with um, Barnsley and Gangajang 1927, all this kind of stuff. And Vanessa Ramarossi was 
playing a couple of shows with this with this tour. She'd be a stinker, I reckon. I reckon well, she'd be the worst. Well, we're doing as you know, you get up we're doing sound check at like ten o'clock in the morning before people start to file in, you know, for this big day, that sort of thing. And this this girl's kind of straddled out onto the middle of the the oval where we're sitting just waiting to get called up and and uh she's sitting down and she's on a this is before mobile phones, but she's on like the Real early type of mobile phone sending an early day text message. 51. Uh, Nokia one 50 of the 50 10. people that had a phone. Nokia 5150. No, 5110, mate. It's a PV 5150. Yeah, yeah. You're probably right. <laughs> you're probably more under the Nokia than... Yeah, I thought it was no, 3210, actually. No, so, 3250. So she's there doing that. And I'm, I'm sitting there with the boys that I'm playing the bear with going, who's that? I wonder who... Oh, and then my mate's going, oh, probably one of the girls, one of the... Robbie's picked up or, you know, or someone like this has picked up. Just, you know, and she's probably trying to get home. (laughs) (laughs) Which is not real nice to say, but we're sitting there. We're giving her heaps of going, Jesus, a bit bit rough around the edges. And she's in a yellow Terry Towling sort of tracksuit. Stop it. And I'm just going, oh, rough. Next thing I was, Vanessa, do you want to come up and knock out a few tunes? And she's like, yeah, Dale, no worries. Pops up. And then just nails... Absolutely everybody, 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 absolutely everybody in the whole wide world. I went, holy shit, it's Vanessa Amorossi. Shut up. <laughs> Couldn't even tell, like, just, you know, hair, every, like, not yeah, comb, just... nothing. And we're so used to seeing them done up to the nines and completely different person. Yeah. And when and you're in truck stop. That's a perfect stop, example. Like, yeah. Just... yeah, tour life is not like not that. Not that at all, no. no when it... Stinky, yeah. Oh. Tour bus, oh. Like, yeah, the we had no scent. windows on the last one. Yeah. The toilet overflowed three times. Oh, it was fucking hilarious. And we don't give a fuck because we're Aussies. So everyone else, like Americans are real like polite, generally, I find. And they're awesome to do with because they're super polite. Australians just really aren't. So <laughs> it's it's overflowing, right? And the piss just starts. <laughs> this is real. In the Out bus. of the toilet, in the bottom. Yeah, in the bus. Bottom, bottom. In the bus. Down <laughs> we the went bottom, off. Down the bottom story. Fucking, and we get up early because we're Aussies and we don't like to waste life. It just starts running down the corridor. Like we stood up, we're like, what the fuck? Piss. Like how many liters would it be? How much piss can 27 people have in three days? Going it. (laughs) Anyway, and the bus driver gets up and his hands are in the air and there's me, Aaron, Simon and that. And he's like, oh, my bus, fucking rah. And I say, get fucked, mate. I go, why don't you empty the fucking piss? And we're like (laughs) looping it downstairs. And all the guys upstairs... They just listen to us Aussies just fucking rip it. <laughs> and, and I remember Chris comes down and goes, fuck, dude, the pisser again, motherfucker. <laughs> and just goes back upstairs. And you could just hear him going, fucking asshole. <laughs> like, just, <laughs> it's so funny. And it's you laugh like about a, it. Americans have almost got a trained dialogue. Like, we shoot from the hip when we swear. Oh, it just fucking cuts. Motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it was hilarious. And I just remember, but but everyone got so upset. But we were just so no fucks given. We were like, eh. we just grabbed the, the um, driver's towels <laughs> and mopped it up. Remember, yeah. we just used his towel. They're my towels. He said in German. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> should fucking clean the pisser, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> especially yeah. Ian. Sort of, there's an out. I'm sure it's just not. Oh, you can is there a rule, Aaron? There's a rules about... No, there's rules. Uh, no number twos on the bus. No, no. Um, well, about where rules? they're allowed to dump. Oh, yeah, no, you yeah. can't dump anyway. It, apparently that's an issue. It doesn't stop them, but... It's big here up and down this to. coast as well. You've got dump ports where you're allowed to do it and that's it. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. 
But I don't know what's worse. Like, if we think about it, like, like here, if, if you have a piss on the side of the road, it's okay, right? Yeah. So why, what would be the difference of dumping the pisser or just having all 27 of us just piss on the same tree? Maybe maybe because when you piss on a tree, at best you're going to pump out 1.5 litres as opposed to 400. That's a good piss, though. That's <laughs> 1.5 litres. That, How much did I drink, like, Joe? Like, <laughs> I'm like, Jesus. I reckon you could be a fucking massive gum tree and if you have 400 litres of uh, piss. urea... Yeah. Which is the uh, main content of uh, piss dumped all over you. I don't think you'd have long to live. Yeah, that's valid. It is. You're right. And we stand corrected. And that's probably why the pisser overflowed. <laughs> Just yeah. dump oil on them. Yeah. 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 But yeah, that was, that's and one no of the windows on the bus, which is another wonderful thing about it. I've got a confession to make. I, I went, I used to do tour guiding, taking people on buses around the country. Mm. It had nothing to do with piss, but I went up to the <laughs> Stromatolites. <laughs> When I, Fuck me. Went up to the stromatolites. Nothing to do with piss. It's dumping, but um, went up to the stromatolites, which is one of the two places on the planet where the oldest cyanobacteria exists on the planet, which they say is the beginning of all life on Earth. Mm, Jesus, sounds and, important. And my bus that I was in blew a, uh, a gasket and dumped probably 40 to 50 litres of oil in the car park. <sighs> Which then would have went down through the and has seeped out through the ocean, mm. right <laughs> where these beautiful um, stromatolites are. Wow! Yeah. Oh, yeah. There so, you go. and Ooh. me being sort of true blue Aussie, just kicked a bit of dirt over the oil. <laughs> That's a spirit. <laughs> wow! E- EPA will be ringing you anytime. Yeah, this podcast getting cut there. I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> I got a confession, mate. Thanks for coming, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry, unfortunately, but Stax Podcast can't go to air anymore due to the imprisonment of its host. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Good night. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. No, so it was, uh, yeah, if, oh, the hippies would hate me for that one. Yeah, so no more dawn of life in Australia then. <laughs> no. It's kind of done from there. No, yeah. well, no, they reckon Shark Bay is the one where it was at. It was going into Shark Bay on the right-hand side. But the other one is actually just up the road from here at uh, Durian Bay. Oh, there you go. There's some there. Mm. Not in the abundance that we've got, but... Yeah. Well, not now that they've all been oiled up. <laughs> I mean... It's, it's like the Exxon Valdez came to them. Yeah. Was, <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, world. What other uh, Japanese snacks have we got? Uh, well, today we've got Japanese nuts, which don't taste salty at all. Um, Darren doesn't actually know how to use a phone. And we've got we've got um, other stuff that uh, yeah. I don't think it's foreskins. I think it's uh, it's not foreskins. Nipples. Oh, this is a bag um, of nipples. This is the monster one. Is it? Oh, that's biking man. I'm going biking man. Biking man. Biking means germ in uh, Ah. Japanese. I thought it was like Rasta. Bacon man's the little dude that comes in the taxi teeth and leaves plaque and so you need to goshushu, goshushu, and that's clean your teeth. And then go pet, which is spit it out, and then go gochusol semidesta. Uh, I think it's worse that the use by date was four months ago. It's lucky it's dark in this room. Um, yeah. These kind of taste like chicken shapes. Do they? Yeah, a little bit. I have to give them a go. 
So what's happening? What's the next thing? You've got a show coming up soon. Spring it on. Spring it on. We're playing with you, mate. I know. This is Kabashi's first ever gig. Is it? We're all all new songs bar two. We're using two old ones, but because I wrote them and they're kind of Kabashi-ish. That's all right. So, uh, no, it should be good. Spring it on's looking like a pretty uh, fun night. Hmm. We have a special announcement, but we can't make it yet. Can't make it at all. All band is gay. No, oh, that's not special. Um, but we we may have a special guest, so but we'll see. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll keep that keep that quiet for the moment because we're not sure yet, and I don't want to say anything and then be also, like. Oh. Things aren't certain there. Nothing's ever certain, Joe. <laughs> no, so that's um, that's us. So it's it's we've got that show on the Saturday, and then the following week we're playing with at Badlands for. Well, if I had my phone, I'd tell you something. I'm not sure. Can't remember. We got a lot it's on Badlands though. It's a Badlands. Excited about that. Who is it? Who are we play? I like just- the ba- I love the Badlands. Uh- Stage just literally just slipped my mind. I was about to say it. The acoustic center meant to just with all the different shapes. We've never played there, haven't we? Um, no, because never played there. No, hmm. have you ever been in the venue? Yes, yeah, yeah. I've played there with our blind spot a few times. Yeah, yeah, I've been it's there. Amazing, cracking, yeah, cracking venue. It's almost like it should be at like uh Disney World or something like that. It's kind of got that vibe. Yeah, well, okay. it's the old uh DeVille's pad, that's so it still it. has all the old cave inside and. Yeah, it's, it's a bit fancy. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, the sound on stage is sensational. Well, just the room. The room for acoustics is every angle's different in the place. Like it, it's it good. just soaks sound up. It's good. And everyone raves on about it as a venue. We're pretty pumped. It should be a fun show. And it's, you know, playing gigs is always good. Hmm. Just what, what date's riding. that one? Oh, That's the 23rd. Unbelievable. Here we go. All right. So 17th of November, spring it on. Yep. 23rd, Badlands with... Go, Aaron. Yeah. I'm actually Googling it. <laughs> Could just Facebooked it. Yeah, yeah. Got to do something. Wouldn't it be the cover on your phone, like your cover picture? No, mine's still a QR code. <laughs> Classic. So QR codes are huge in China. No, that's how everything is done. You pay for Every- things with your QR code. They live with it. Well, I do Apple Apple Pay on my phone now. It's cool. Now, this QR codes. I got like- caught out the other day. I, I don't take my wallet out of the house anymore because I was forever losing it. But I never lose my phone. So... I went to pay f- for something with my phone, and the phone died. You serious? Hmm. Mm, can't do that. Yeah, so it kind of let me down. The cards, the f- the battery doesn't die in a card, does it? See it. You're right. That's why you need a card. So. But o- over the everything's this QR code, everything, the whole thing, like people have on their business card. They just walk up and they use this WeChat. Yep. And they have money on it. WeChat. Like a bank, and they just walk up and they get the vegetables and they go beep. They take a photo of it, and that's it. So I found it. I had oh. to go outside because there's no reception in this den of yours. <laughs> yep. Uh, full scale web. That's with. full scale. Scale. Last way. ever show at Badlands, the 23rd of November. That's it. It's uh, John Farnham. It's the last show. Yep. But they full scale, so it should be good. Especially with John Farnham fronting full scale. It should be amazing. Yeah, that's going to be amazing. Yeah. Mm. Last ever show. But yeah, so we got that, and then maybe we're that's we're... our uh, special guest. <laughs> oh, stop it! Could it be Johnny? 
Or the <laughs> voice. We could have the voice with the, the voice. <laughs> <laughs> Need one. <laughs> now, then we got, um, so those two it's shows. Time, it's time to <laughs> turn the pages over. Don't know why I sounded like a pig, but um, <laughs> now we got those two shows, and it's just uh, I think we're looking at touring offshore again next year. We're not sure which countries and stuff yet, but that's all in talks at the moment, which obviously you can't announce till we know. Um, but it's all about this new album at the moment, so a new single. That's going to be us for the next four four months, easy. I think you need obscurity. <gasps> oh, I love obscurity. Yeah, like a, your Aussie stage man that comes and gives you hand. Could be a tech. Tech? Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Sounds and, it, and looks professional. Oh, be a just, tech. At least Apart you, from the fact I'm not. Oh, at least we'd have someone in the band that's good at something. <laughs> it's, it's always handy. Not yeah. really. No, I'm, I'm pretty bad. It's good oh. to specialise. You could be a good beer tech, I reckon. Yeah, that's mm. all. Yeah. Could be an STD filter. I could just... For Brad, because he needs that. <laughs> he, he definitely needs, needs definitely that. definitely needs that. He yeah. does, yeah. Yeah. So who's the guy on tour that or that picks up? It's Brad. Ian. It's Brad. Oh, Ian. It's definitely not Brad. Oh, actually, oh, Brad, no, Brad. Brad does. He does. He's done. He, he's done not like, look. He's got no game. I'm not saying uh, he he doesn't like swoon, but he's no. I think he's done all right. Bit of a quiet achiever. You're yeah, right. he's a quiet achiever. Brad has a different thought pattern on women in his life. Which is only for him to talk about. Yeah, but it's true. amazing. True. Oh, I'd say Ian, for sure. Yeah, well, he's a fucking lead singer, isn't he? <laughs> Anyone go right over in uh, China? Anyone? Because you're oh. talking about conservativeness. Well, they, they, they are. They don't approach They they Until you close the door and then it's... Oh, I wouldn't. Yeah, perhaps. But, um, yeah, they're not really... Um, they obsessed, like... Everything's photos and fucking signing stuff as well. So, like, when we got off stage, I remember in Be- uh, Beijing, I was going to say Berlin, but um, they couldn't get posters and T-shirts to us fast enough to sign. Like, we were, it was like, I've never seen anything like it. So, we're just fucking signing shit. Did, so you, went, did you take your own merch or was it? Nah, it was all organised yeah, by the crew. they said there's no point in taking merch there because it would be replicated by the second show <laughs> yeah. and be better than the stuff you brought. So, basically, the people over there with the merch probably made twice the money. You yeah, yeah, yeah. I have yeah. no doubt. Good luck yeah. making five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, in the reality, though, like, that, we had a marketing team and, and – team that did that there which is really good yeah and they organized all that shit but um and what they do they have the merch it's amazing and it's sitting there it's all got the dragons on it which is wicked sitting there and then we thought oh yeah you know you'll we don't know how we're gonna on the market we might sell 10 shirts who knows anyway we get off and they're f- all the people that were going nuts they just and we're really big on because we're not you know, Metallica, we think, oh, we'll finish the show and then go out and, you know, sign stuff and go to the merch table and do what bands do. Yeah. And yeah. they just, woof, like the, everything, yep, sign, sign, sign. So we're just signing, whatever. And anyway, a girl came up, I remember, came up to Simon to like, she wanted him to sign her like shirt or something. So obviously I'm like, right, Simon, you know, sign some titties. That's what you, you know, the joke. And she's like, no, no, no. Gives him, a, gives him a shoulder to sign. That was it. That's all he was going to get. And we're losing it laughing. I'm like, that's kind of like a rejection, isn't it? That's yeah. like a – but that's just how – they're so conservative. They really are. That's um, wild, yeah. Yeah. But they were going off. Like we had a stage divers like 
like crazy going off, like bouncing and jumping and yeah. singing the songs. Like I'm, I'm like, how do you know this song? Like especially the ones that aren't released. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> different. I was like, that's my favorite. I love seeing people. China. I love people. See, they've already replicated the song and it's better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and cheaper. Yeah, yeah and cheaper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and electronic. Um, no, but seriously, they they just um, <laughs> so true. But it was yeah, it was it was different there, man. And we we can't wait to get back. It's 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 a hard market, but like yeah. uh, you you need to have. Like when we got there, the people and the the team that we had looking after us there, you wouldn't have a shit show in hell of being able to do China unless you have that kind of team. I agree. Yeah. Like the remember the um the tour manager uh oh, Maxi Maxi that's him. He the efficiency of this guy. Like I don't even think he slept. I don't know if he did, or if he was Android or something. But the efficient man he made. We got to a bus stop and we had to make that fucking bullet train, remember? Yeah. And he went in and he was just bang on Chinese, yelling at someone. And they get a private, not private, but like a golf cart, remember? Yeah, we it, loaded all the gear in this golf cart and, and then just took off they through just this took crowd of people. People, man, beeping, making people move out the way in a bus station with thousands of people, like, packed. And they're beeping. They got, like, their airport, not well, bus port crew, yelling on their megaphone, telling everyone to move just to get us on this thing. Then we got onto this um, uh, bus, that uh, fucking it's train, like night, sorry. Night train. Uh, yeah, Bloody, train. They're pretty different, those things. Yeah, yeah. So we get on this tr- fucking train and we couldn't all sit together because ev- everyone was p- packed. This Maxi walks up to this group and just goes, and talks to them all. They all got up, moved to fuck knows where. Just so we could all sit together. Like, that's the kind of, that's what they do for it. Like, they just, everything's the next step. Like, to have people like that. Like, we couldn't have done that. Like, if we were trying it to ourselves, we'd be fucked. No way. You just want to do you know who I got on the train? I got Metallica. Yeah. <laughs> do you know Metallica? Yeah. I got Metallica. Get out of the way. I want Metallica. Thank you. That sounded Japanese, but. <laughs> Never been to China. <laughs> and I didn't know they were samurais. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who I got on the train? <laughs> but that's, yeah. Sweet. So I think we've offended every race of person so far in this podcast. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, we, Little we, people as well at the start. Yeah. Midget point. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, what do you do? That's what, we, that's, what we, that's what we do at Stacks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've lost all my Chinese listeners. I'm sad about that because yeah. that was 3.2 billion of them. What's, uh, the, what's the time? Quarter past six. Yeah. No, you haven't lost them. They're still at the deli, mate. <laughs> yeah, I've lost all my midget uh, followers, so Little sorry people. about that. Mm. I know you all don't star in porn. I know some of you wrestle. <laughs> oh, shit. And I'm not going to say I couldn't give a toss. Uh, but, you know, sorry about that. I do apologise sincerely. I apologise. What a Lord. podcast. It's been great. You're gonna, Don't you have to disappear or something? And Yeah, I had to, yeah. Yeah. I do have to, yeah. So yeah. unfortunately, but I would, I would love to stay, but I really. This Friday night. Get though. back to the. Uh, what? This Friday night, though. What? Whiskey appreciation night. Yeah, whiskey appreciation night. Um, it's here. Just a couple of lads just um, drinking whiskey and getting drunk. Well, that's what's going on. Probably a vodka, but I'll be Having appreciating. A laugh. The simplicity is the beautiful thing about Saturday Friday night. I thought, I thought Friday was just the beautiful thing about Friday night. <laughs> just a couple, couple of drinks after work, which will lead to Hitler. 
Oh, it's only six, six drinks six away. Drinks Six drinks to Hitler. I think we got pretty close there tonight, actually, with the amount of races we have offended. Yeah. We've even offended Hitler. Oh, poor bloke. Yeah, we did too. You know, you've had a, Gave a, good had a big podcast when Hitler dolls in the... Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Hitler, did you enjoy the show? No! There you go, fine. So, <laughs> yep. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I just ordered a glass of juice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> too far. It has. And on that note, lads, what song are we going to listen to to take out the podcast? Ooh. I like uh, Drifting. Ooh. Because that doesn't get much playtime, I don't reckon. It doesn't. Is it available online? It is definitely it? available online. Oh, uh, you can purchase it from uh, <laughs> most Pornhub? Yeah, yep. most Pornhub. Pornhub 2, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, we're going to do Drifting, yeah. That's smooth, isn't it? It's smooth. smooth. It's, it's nice. Smooth, yeah. It's drifty. Yeah. It, oh, really? What about to open up the podcast? What, what could we Ooh, if you, bullet holes. Come, bullet holes. Yeah, bullet holes and breaking bones. bones. We weren't allowed to play that in China, but we did anyway. Shh. They wouldn't have known. The government didn't want us to play it. Beijing. Yeah. And was it bit? Was that popular? And yeah, yeah, oh yeah, that was great. Yeah. Boom, boom. Bigger songs, drifting, falling. Boom, boom. Bullet holes. Definitely. Yeah. 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 That's them. Drifting's always good, but like people really enjoy that. I think it's a nice. It's a nice moment in the set just to... Did you call it something different, like bullock moles and smoke and clothes? No, but in China we're called Totoya. Yeah, Totoya. They can't. Yeah, Totoya. 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 Something like that, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Completely racist again. Good chat, yeah. No, I thought I was trying to be really nice to Chinese people then. I love the Chinese. I was trying to be genuine. I was actually trying to be genuine and, you know, channel their native tongue and... Say it correctly. Yeah, probably were. I like the Chinese food. I don't like their silkworms. Their silkworms don't taste very good at all. But they're not silky. Their food, for the most part, not too bad. I mean, why would you not leave them to making silk? I don't know. (laughs) They're just trying to work out what else they can do with these things. Yeah, true. They eat everything. Oh, yeah, they're not scared. Oh, they do. Mm. Everything. Did you get to a market before we go? Yes. What was the weirdest thing that... (sighs) You guys had apart from deep. silkworms, what was the weirdest thing you could have, e- could have eaten? Could have eaten. Uh, oh, the, yeah, we did it. Chicken the squid feast. and the chi- the squid and the crab that were on the stick. Yeah, that's just gross. That was though. like horrible that's, looking. That's weird. No, but there it was, was like a proper full squid and a proper full crab on this stick that was looked like it was deep fried. But I wasn't going to eat that. What did you have? Chicken. Yeah, I ate chicken feet, and it wasn't the crispy chicken feet either. It was a, it was a <laughs> steamed one. So Which is way worse, I'd imagine. <laughs> and you had, did you uh, have the chicken tongue with Brad? Had the duck tongue, yeah. Duck. That was, had a big bit of gristle in it, which I wasn't expecting. <laughs> um, duck feet. You saw it wasn't like a esophagus? Oh, it could have been. Yeah. I have no idea. But it was, I didn't expect it to be crunchy. And I literally <laughs> bit into it and I was like, oh, yep. That tastes like duck and bone. Yep. Yeah. Probably duck bill. It could have been. Who knows? But it had a weird shape to it. It looked a bit uh, like a snake's tongue. You know what? It could have been a snake's tongue. could have been lost in translation. I have no idea. Yeah, you were eating anything at some point. Had some point. jellyfish. That was interesting. Oh, I did too, did you? Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> Duck feet taste just how you'd imagine. Like feet that have been stomping at its own shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't clean that enough, can you? You couldn't clean a bird's foot enough to make it okay to eat. A bird's foot. 
because it's just treating in we its ate, own shit. What are you talking about? You ate pig trotters. Yeah, but you don't eat the bottom. Like, you, you eat that the was, leg. That was the bottom bit. I don't think it was the foot. The it actual the, underneath. The actual, like, like, underneath mm. foot was there. That was, that was there. Yeah, but they, they get knee deep in shit. So. Oh, yeah. That's... <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I've had a m- Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'd imagine that's worse than, than some survive. sort of bird. To be fair, enough shit comes out of this mouth about the time some shit went in, right? <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Lads, been a cracking podcast, really good. Uh, look forward to seeing you on the ninth, and um, let's do this again one day soon. Yep, seven let's eight. Let's bring it on. Let's do, it. let's do it. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. It's we'll spring it on. It's whatever on. it is, we will spring it. Cool. Can the fans expect to see anything unusual from you guys for Spring It On? Possibly, but we can't announce it. Yeah, and us playing in Perth is pretty unusual. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, No, we've got – we might have two surprises, actually, but we can't announce any of them until next week. I don't even know what the second one is, so I'm pretty excited about that one too. I think I know what one of them is, but I'll keep tight-lipped on it. Oh, nice. Very good. Well, lads, thank you very much. Daz and Az from Extortia. Thank you very much, Stax, for having us. And uh, this is their smooth song. Drifting. 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 My name's Jai. This is Stax. We're out. Drifting. Drifting.
Do you feel it? Hi, boys. Play the music. <laughs>